You're listening to Interlochen Public Radio. I'm Kendra Carr. A new well-being project is coming to northern lower Michigan. It's called Stories That Heal, and it's a collaboration between Interlochen Public Radio and the Northwest Michigan Arts and Culture Network. The project uses songwriting and storytelling to help heal trauma and raise awareness about mental health. Molly Sturgis is the composer behind Stories That Heal. She collaborates with community members in the songwriting process. And I asked Molly how she's seen these projects heal trauma. It feels like it's a a very can be a very direct line to the heart to the spirit or the soul or however one thinks about it. But I have seen spaces open up of possibility and healing in people and in communities that honestly so many people had told me, oh, you know, nobody will ever do that or they won't come or they won't want to. But I feel like especially around this kind of co-creationary art making or community source art making, I've been able to witness, gosh, in border town situations, I've worked in homeless shelters, hospices. I don't think I've ever been a place that I haven't seen something very beautiful happen. I mean, there's always challenges, but within those challenges, if we can make meaning together and then also create something that's beautiful, even if it it's not beautiful in a traditional way, but beautiful in the sense that it expresses something real and truthful. I find that that healing is always there. And I think the arts give that possibility. Is there anything that you've written that's kind of helped heal you? Yes, for sure. For example, when I had my daughter, I had a a dying experience. I'd lost over half my blood. And that's a a significant experience, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I did write an album called Prayers from the Underbelly. It's not easy listening, honestly. It's not the songwriting of other projects. It did help me turn towards pain and discomfort in ways that I wasn't able to integrate my experience, which I find is very often the case with trauma. And it was scary. It was scary for me to turn into it, and I could only do it kind of a step at a time, right? So it just... That's important, too, you know, that it took a little bit of time, but the pace was important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you go about composing a song or uh, how do you, I mean, as somebody who's never made a song, like, what is that even like? Oh, my goodness. I think it's different for so many people. And I have no doubt you could make a song. (laughs) (laughs) That I I have to tell you, I've worked with, you know, many, many, maybe thousands of people and many Many, at least hundreds of them have said, you know, I can't write music or I can't write a song. And I'm like, well, I do think it's kind of really available to us if we can approach it in our own unique ways and give ourselves that permission. So, you know, in these projects, I'm doing a lot of collaborative writing with people. It's probably not so different than when I sit alone and compose, but I'm starting with listening always, right? There's just that space of listening. And what am I listening to? I've been kind of interested in something that happens between people, between me and the other person. I'm a big believer that these projects aren't just the song. It's the whole process. It's everything that happens. And every part of it, every exchange, every relationship is really part of it. This project, Stories That Heal, it's going to include a pop-up choir, some listening sessions, songwriting workshops. How do you see all of these community well-being projects working together? Yeah, I find with community source projects... I think it's really important to create different kinds of offerings. People are in different places. You know, why did we make a pop-up choir? Well, I was meeting a lot of people in Benzie who like to sing, 
for one. And other, and you know, I always meet people who say, well, I can't read music. And, I, and, and I'm like, well, you could still sing. I mean, we can create music and do music together, even if you can't read music. Like, that's not prohibitive. And you have that kind of choir practice up here. I know you have some Ubuntu choir practices in Travers and other places. And I do think having different kinds of offerings, so pop-up choir, the open call for stories is really for that person, anybody. It could be a classroom, but it could also people who want to participate and have a story to share, but don't really want to go out or go to an event or having anxiety right now or don't feel safe. So that's a way to participate. And I, to all those folks, I just want to say, I do believe by sharing, being willing to share our stories, and nobody should ever feel pressure, but I do think it helps us because what we're dealing with is trying to alleviate some of the shame, right, and isolation that goes along with struggling. And I just try to make a lot of ways for people to participate. So if you're really dying to participate and you're a tuba player you should contact me <laughs> like I will find a way for people to participate yeah that was composer Molly Sturgis talking about the stories that heal project it's a collaboration between Interlock and Public Radio and the Northwest Michigan Arts and Culture Network learn more about the project at our website iprnews.org